I'm your host, Chris. As always, welcome to Weekly Games Chat. Uh, and I'm always joined by my usual co-host, John. How are you doing hey. this week, John? Hey, Chris. How's it going? It's going good, John. You doing good? I, yeah. Here we got a special guest this week. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the show, everyone. A provisional co-host who's back <laughs> from Orlando. Everyone, welcome everyone's friend to the show, uh, Sean. I'm so f***ing annoyed right now. <laughs> and that's on the podcast and on the stream. Yep. <laughs> oh my God. We had to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, mods banned that guy. Yeah, I got banned that guy. Yeah, ban that guy. Why do I look blurry? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that either. All right, he's banned. I look pretty, I look pretty blurry. Uh, so yeah, Wait, I, I want to become famous. Why did you? Why did you ban him? <laughs> That's all um, I want. Yeah. Welcome everybody. I hope you're doing good. I hope you got a good laugh. <laughs> uh, I was gonna come in hot because, like I always do, I listen to the episode. And uh, this past week, I had a long six-hour drive to listen to the episode and rewind it and listen to things again if I wanted to. <laughs> but yeah, I'm Sean. Apparently, I'm a co-host now because I missed a week. Provisional. No, you've missed two weeks in the last... And how, and how many? In about a month. Are you thinking a month? Okay. Yeah. Okay. If that's the game we're going to play, that's fine. I mean, we did do it to John. Well, John <laughs> missed like consecutive weeks. That's true. So, and it was false, you know, so false. it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is, um, episode 316, also known as the show. Uh, this is how we start off. Just come rumbling, bumbling out the gates, but thank you for listening. However you're listening, wherever you are. Um, it's, it's good to be in your ears or coming through your speakers. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I am Sean. I did go to Orlando last week and the boys have jokes this week. Chris and John did a fine job. I wanted to actually congratulate them on a non-NPR uh, show, but F that noise at this point because they were apparently in on a shtick that I didn't know about. Um, so, yeah, there's I sneezed right before the show, and now I sound stuffy in my ears. So that's good. Well, Sean, I, I, I forgot he was going to do it. Um, Until it happened it, and your face lit up like a, you know what? Well, That's- I, I almost, I almost told Chris not to do it. Yeah. Um, today didn't seem like the day. <laughs> Fair. Uh, but, I, uh, yeah, I just, today has been a day. It really mm-hmm. has. And, and I don't, I, you know what? I'm glad you did it. It's, it needs to be, it needs to be done when it should be done. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a proponent of hey, if the jokes do do it. I felt uh, like I felt like I couldn't give John all that, you know, sass all those episodes back and not do the same thing. Cause it, you know, yeah. like if it'd been like a thing where you had an emergency, obviously that's one thing, but it's like, yeah. no, no, no. The joke is if you miss a certain amount of episodes in a short amount of period, because you're, 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 you're yeah. in a, yeah, you're, you're in the magic kingdom. I think that's fair game. Yeah. Well, yeah, let's what, call what, it sass, Chris. Well, let's, what, let's just call it sass. There you what, go. what John wasn't privy to. Oh, first of all, we're going to reset. This is Weekly Games Chat, episode 316. I'm Sean. You've heard Chris. Chris, say hi. Hey. 
Yeah, he's the jerk that did the thing that was funny. And John's the perfectly buttoned up guy who started laughing mischievously when it all went down. John, say hello again. How's everybody doing? I'm glad to be here. (laughs) So what John didn't know, what Chris didn't tell John about this infamous last episode is when I realized that the booking went down and the acceptance into this cheer camp was a thing and I had to go, I offered John, I offered to bring my mic, my board, and my computer to not miss a show mm-hmm. where Chris said, first words, maybe we should just not do a show. <laughs> it is the holidays, the 4th. Did he say that? I did I not. Think he's, no, I, you said that. <laughs> I didn't say that. If I did say that, I'm, I'm, I'm pleading the 5th right now that wow. I didn't say that. No. But okay. Then I go... Well, I mean, I can bring my stuff. I think on that day, you know, because the thing was, Tinley had a cheer camp. And yeah. so that means mom and dad went because it was six hours away. Uh, and we were going to actually, we were like, maybe we can have a little bit of time as just, you know, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Again, that's very hard to come by. Anybody out there with kids, you understand this very much. Mm. Uh, and it, we did get two days of Disney in that week, but that was very, very last minute too. And not a normal planned trip. But mm-hmm. Chris was like, no, don't bring a thing. Uh, John and I can do our classic NPR show. It's fine. And I go, okay. This was so last minute that up until that point, I had told Bobby before I talked to Chris, I'm bringing my, my podcast stuff. I never updated her once we were there. On Tuesday, at the time I'm sending the email, thank you guys for reading my email. I appreciate it very much. Mm-hmm. Um. I, and she goes, OS, you got to be recording the show. And I was like, no, I didn't bring the stuff. Chris told me not to worry about it. We had a topic. So the topic was covered. It was done great. I, For real, mm-hmm. legitimately. You want to play? You guys, you guys had me laughing. John, you had me laughing in my car. Chris, you were fantastic on that episode. Yep. It was a It was a really good listen. And I, this is. Hopefully you feel like, uh, you know, terrible right now because I've never complimented you guys on a show as much (laughs) as I'm about to do right now. So, Sean, question for you is, was it like, um, was it the policy of the camp that parents needed to be within the vicinity? Just So this is where John is low key throwing shade on me right now. No, 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 no. I was, I found it, I found it to be, I was very interested in, in, in kind of how it worked like. I, no, I, in theory, I'm just talking about only for the topic of COVID. Like, this oh, is how it is now. You know, yeah. Parents weren't allowed to stay in the hotel. Uh, I think right. they threw COVID as a reason for that, yeah. uh, with limited rooms. So uh, our thing was, if anything happened, we didn't want to be six hours away. Mm. Um, uh, okay, but so that wasn't their policy per se. Their pot. We couldn't stay in the hotel, and and so the way the cheer thing was kind of set up. Eight o'clock in the morning till whenever you're in the gym that's down there. Shot mm-hmm. out. The gym was fantastic. Yep. And and they actually got Tinley to do something that she has not been able to do here. And that's throw her back handspring without a spot. So that was kind of the point nice. of of the thing. And if you know about cheer or tumbling, you know that's a thing. Um, so that was that was great. There was a story I'll bring up in a minute if if needed. And it was terrible. But we got to make sure we don't talk about sore backs. Well, court or this story because then it's going to be well, old man intro again well, and all of a sudden we're going to get hate mail and hate threads on our discord 
<laughs> well, well, Sean, I, I promise that was not shade. Yeah. And speaking of shade, yeah. What shade? <laughs> <laughs> See, John, shade is that's funny. Uh, that is funny. No, yeah. but I, in theory, I did weigh going or not going right for multiple mm-hmm. reasons. I didn't want to spend, um, you know, take PTO from work. I, I, I didn't want to miss the show. And hey, what's up, Nat? And I didn't want to. Nat's on our. If oh. I if I randomly say hey to somebody, guys, this is a reminder that we are recording on Twitch.tv Weekly Games Chat. If you want to record this uh, show of a podcast or watch us record it, I should say. Please and, don't uh, record this show. That's what yeah. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but did you seriously? This is a squirrel moment. Was I seriously muted? Yeah, I muted you in the beginning. <laughs> so it will be. It's funny because technically it recorded on the actual episode, but I'll go yeah. back and I'm going to delete all that. And the first thing they're going to hear is me. And then the first thing they'll hear from you is I am so beep. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, when I said that, I thought we'd probably stop it at the at the thing. Um, so, but I, I would just, I was so, you know, real life stuff. And I'm like, ah, and then I had to get my game face on, got my game face on and I got a pie in the face, which deservedly so. Yeah. But yeah, John, I weighed back and forth and, and then and then Tinley, she's like, Dad, I want you down there in case something happens. For sure. The wife was like, you know, if you come, we could definitely make this a, a thing where we do maybe the space center. Uh maybe a few days of Disney. We gotta see if we can get booked, because as you as you know, or you may not, uh it's really hard to get tickets to Disney. You can't just walk up anymore hardly. Um and stuff like that. Or we could just chill by the pool a few days. So it, it happened. It happened very, very last minute as far as I'm, I, I like to, to do and turned out to be pretty good. Uh, Elsa, the hurricane did come through the day we were at Magic Kingdom. So did she build a snowman? Huh? Huh? <laughs> there that is, boys. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I, I really, truly, though, I loved, uh, I got excited to listen to the episode on the way back. Um, and you guys delivered top notch. I'll say it again. Uh, great entertainment. I appreciate it very, very much. And I got, it's so funny because I know we've had folks um, in, a, in in the Twitch chat before or or basically we know they're excited to have their email read. And and you guys are going through emails and I was like, did, did I send it to the, the right email? Are they going to, are they going to get to it this week? Like, <laughs> like you know, and, and to, you remember I asked what you guys is, I was in the vein of Disney, your favorite villain. Um, so, so Bobby and I talked afterwards and just for the record, she also brought up scar. I forget who brought up scar. Mm. I think it was John. Yeah. No, maybe. I don't know. Or one of you brought up scar second and she said that scar may be the dirtiest because he was family and he killed like his brother. Right? That is the Hamlet of them. Right. That's like, but she did say the OG has to be the evil queen. She has the word evil in her name. Yeah. She may be the evilest of of all the bad villains and stuff, but well, Sean. Speaking yeah. of last episode, I was I was really one of the things we missed you missed having you for was I wanted to kind of give you an opportunity. Not that it's mine to give, but um, to comment on that um, what many are calling the swoled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that uh, was um, that was one of the things you had me laughing on. Because uh, I think you said, yeah, we need to put a pin in that and come back and let Sean comment on it. Um, and you, 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 I think you, had, um, I think you spoke very well on it, John. 
it's one of those things where it was right. First of all, my initial thought and Chris alluded to it. And I basically was like, what in the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. This is, this is it. This is what yeah. we're getting. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like you, I, and I think some other folks chimed in. I, I'm, I don't need it, but part of me wants it because I'm a Nintendo guy to collect every console guy. Uh, I think, and it's funny, I've seen some tweets since then, and these people are hilarious that have done this. And they're like, hey, I got my OLED gaming handheld console, and it's the PSP or Vita or whatever one it was. Vita. Or their iPhone. Hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. Uh, and yeah, I, and you nailed this on the head, John. What do I care about an OLED screen for when 99% of the time I play the console, it's docked? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It might be what different I- if we lived in like New York or, you know, LA or something and we were always on the subway or something like that. Then it might make it, sense. It would make total sense, but yeah. it I I'm so I'm so let down because I've we reported on the hype and I bought into the hype and Chris nailed it on the head when he said I'm a level seven and if you tell me I can get excited about something, I'll get excited about it. Uh it's just kind of like it it looks great. I love the color scheme for some reason. It's so it's so different from what we're used to from Nintendo. It's very uh, uh Microsoft. Very Microsoft and I yeah. love it. But I don't know, man. I'm I'm like you, John. I think you said if it if it just happens to happen, you'll probably bite the bullet and do it. But you're yeah, not I mean, gonna there's, actively. There's no telling there's no there's no hint of when it's even gonna go on sale for pre order unless it Unless it already has. <laughs> Just right now. <laughs> Five people I, got it. <laughs> yeah. I, I watched when we got done playing the topic last night, I um I went to the new section of the you know, the switch and I rewatched the video of the announcement of the thing. And they're showing like people our age, you know, coming in straight from work, sitting down in the chair in their in their hallway by their front door playing his switch. And I'm like, All right, who does that? <laughs> Can't wait to get home. Right. Not Let me go out. Wife. Are you doing? <laughs> Let me go out to the picnic table and play some uh, chess on the old Switch OLED. Right. <laughs> Maybe do you guys? Is it possible that we are we are like an anomaly? No, I think they're just trying to sell the idea to the uh, general public, and that's how you do it. You show them in places where they could see themselves, right? Even though yeah. the most they'll ever probably do it is like once or twice, and then never again. I agree with you, AK, um, in our Twitch chat. AK says they have no reason to release a big upgrade when their current gen is constantly s- smashing the charts every month. You're not wrong. Yeah. And I think I think it was John and you that both kind of alluded to that. And then John brought up the the family that was the 3DS uh, and how they ended up modeling that once it was selling well, once it was the king of handhelds, so to speak. Uh, so if all, everything was there, you guys said it, if we would have just looked at the clues, everything pointed to something like this versus, you know, a super Nintendo switch as we got so hyped on. So, and I, and, but again, to kind of reel back in and, and tell you my, I'm, I'm kind of, I was kind of, I was kind of kilt. And you know, when I, when I say that, I'm like, really? I'm just hoping Bloomberg and wall street journal and, other outlets who broke the story or reported on the story are making note of their sources and just putting an asterisk next to their name going forward. Not to suggest that they're, it's not saying that to to just not, you know, not take them at their word necessarily, just 
you know, just sort of be a little bit more cautious because I mean, it's just, I was, I was hyped for this for so long. And I, and, and, and now that we have what we have hindsight's 2020 and I, and the way I'm analyzing it now is the 4k switch never made any sense to begin with. I mean, it's a different, it's a different thing between PS4 and PS4 pro. Those still had closer to the same guts, if you will, that a, that a switch and a switch 4k would have, you would completely fragment the games. I mean, there would, there, I mean, there has to be by default games that would not be able to run on the OG switch. So I, you know, it just, I don't know if they just made it all in the dock, like where the dock is more powerful and therefore has a stronger processing base where it can make up the difference and do a higher output, maybe not native 4k. Right. Right. But like 1440 or something like that. And then still the regular switch itself was doing 720p and all that kind of stuff. And it was what it is. And it would play the same if you put it into a 1080p dock. Maybe that's the route they're going to go, right? And, and what, you guys alluded to this too. Who knows if there was not a, you know, a, a plan in place for this souped up switch. Who Could knows? We'll, we'll never know. COVID hits and they're like, let's, let's kind of back up. Yeah. Let's do what we do. We don't need to do this now. Um, and if that's the, if we end up finding out later on that that's what happened, I'm be, I'm going to punch Rona in the face. I'm going to be a little upset at the Rona. Old Rona. <laughs> Old Rona. Um, but yeah, what, what, um, so this past week, I found out John watched Loki finally. Um, so that makes me happy. And then, of course, tomorrow or today, when you hear this podcast, tomorrow, if you're watching now on Twitch, the the I guess the finale of the season ends. Is that am yeah. I saying it right, Chris? Correct. That's the finale. And Chris, I hate you so much because uh, at the end of our last episode, there's a thing we see and you know what that is. And I don't. Yep. I was <laughs> so like, Chris knows things. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't, especially if you've heard the rumors as far as where certain movies are going and what the rumored villains upcoming might be, it's pretty obvious what that is. So. And yeah. I haven't heard any of that. John, do you, do you think you might know what he's talking? No clue at all? No, no, I, um, I, fi- I, I'm on, I finished episode four and I haven't gone back yet. Oh, Okay. Because I've been well, trying yeah. to, I've been trying to play Resident Evil Mercenaries. Gotcha. Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you boys, uh, John. First of all, thank you for the invite. You boys also got to see the biggest movie of, I think, the year or since COVID, and that's Black Widow. Um, and you boys are nodding your heads. How was that movie theater experience? I don't know that we want to talk about the movie because you never know when we need to pull a topic out of our hats, right? <laughs> <laughs> um. I forgot how uncomfortable movie theater seats were. Yeah. I, uh, especially after looking at the numbers of what Disney plus did for this, I was like, yeah, I might be in that camp from now on because I did not really enjoy the going back to sitting there and having a three thirty movie, not start till 4 PM and having to sit through 20 reminders that I was watching this on IMAX and that, you know, I should go, get a Coca-Cola and here's 45 movies that are coming out at some point in the next couple of weeks. I was like, oh, I, you know yeah. what? I'm to a point. I just don't care for this. I think anymore. Um, I'll always love the movies to some degree and maybe at some point I can be one back, but it's just not something that I feel like I need 
the way I thought I did, you know, cause it's like, I have a nice setup at home now. It's like, I got an, yeah. an OLED we 4K. Always, <laughs> that was always a thing where we're always, there used to be like as, as TV progressed and we went from HDM, uh, HD to 4K and, and, you know, great sound and, and then like, microwave popcorn's good <laughs> like you know and you could go to the walmart and technically get movie candy or target yeah uh so i mean it, it became more and more like you know do I, I used to love going to the movies i mean like you said but i think the pandemic has is going to make a lot of things like that kind of be reeled into a perspective and it's kind of like do i need that anymore yeah wouldn't that be crazy if out of all the things that takes out the movie theater, not people on the night of Batman shooting up the theater or just movie sucking in general or crazy ticket prices. What if the pandemic makes us stop going? And when we go back, we go, this seat hurts. It's too loud and it's too expensive. And I got Disney plus <laughs> the rest. I can just wait for there's, yeah, just, you know what I'm saying? There's so much content out there on streaming services as far as movies now. And shows it's like this will eventually end up on one of them and then I'll watch it. That's kind of how yeah. I feel with the majority of it. Well, um, I, I, I don't know what I'm going to do because if you turn on any device that has Disney plus attached to it, like if you turn on your PS five, I got it on there or you go to a certain website, black widows everywhere. Like the promotion for this thing is out of control. And it's probably not going anywhere anytime soon because of it being the number one movie or whatever. I, I go on Disney Plus and I go, you know, it's on that premiere access one. Like when mm. they release some of these movies you can watch. And then some of them you got to pay it a little extra for. So I go, let's activate it. Let's see what happens. I'm thinking there's a free trial or something. No. Nope. Immediate $26.99. Yeah. And I was like, wasn't there a bundle with like Hulu and ESPN or something? Where I could like $15 a month? Like what, what did, did I miss? That's just Disney Plus. That's just what I already have. Yeah, and I would, no. yeah, okay, yeah. But so yeah, that's, I, I think what you saw is you saw a reality of, you know, 60 million. That's a lot when you think about it, when something's also in theater. It's like, you know, and we're thinking that's where everyone was going to go. And I thought it was going to be, I was surprised they released the numbers. And obviously they did because it did so well. And that just tells you how many families sat there and said, you know what? I don't want to risk the theater. A, I, feel, I still feel weird about it. And B, it's still just about as much as what we would pay if we're going with me, you, and the two kids. Probably cheaper, in all honesty. Uh, so, you know, why not? Why not just go through here? We've already got this. Sit here and we'll watch it at our leisure. Yeah. Well, um, I'm going to pivot real quick, get off the movies for a minute, and, and continue this intro. And I wanted to bring up something that John made me laugh really hard on. Uh, he don't even know if he did. He, he's going to remember it when I bring it up. But... So over the weekend, I'm excited. It's a, I mean, it's a sports weekend this past weekend, right? Yeah, like stuff. There's there's ultimate fighting going down. There's soccer. Uh, I mean, there's just there's Wimbledon finals for both the the women's and men's singles. I mean, it's you wake up and it's greatness, right? Uh, and I'm tweeting out what a Saturday, what a Sunday, and apparently, uh, you know. The the better half of this show is reading these tweets. Not liking them, by the way. Just reading them. Because why would you like a tweet, right? Uh, shade, John. That's the epitome of shade right there. And John goes, I almost... Could you want to say what you almost said? <laughs> it was something to the effect of... 
Um, basically, I almost tweeted at you to stop using this for your personal <laughs> platform or something Socialist to that effect. Campaign. Yeah, <laughs> but I would be I, I would be remiss if I didn't bring up the fact that I did feel heartbroken for the three lions in England and the way they lost that game. Yeah, it was uh, hard to watch. Euro final. That was the first game that Chris watched in God knows how long, and he texted me. Harry Kane, Harry Kane. You know, he was hilarious. I missed I think, the text because I was sleeping. What did I say? Hold on. I'll pull it up real quick. I said. Yeah. Because it was about the most soccer thing I could think of to say to him. I said, um, <laughs> buddy, Euro finals, Harry Kane, park the bus, you P-roller, game of two <laughs> ass boys. <laughs> that's about so, the yeah, most I get. That, John, the I can't even explain to you. If you were in Europe, your entire focus is on this soccer game. And if you're in oh. England, England oh. hasn't won anything since 1966. Yeah. They're also letting people into Wembley to watch the last couple of games. We're talking pandemonium. Like, and then believe it or not, John, two minutes in, England scores a goal. They cut to little Prince George looking up at, uh, Prince at uh, Harry, uh, I mean, at William. William, and yeah, he's just like he's like in all of this because he's never seen an English crowd like this crazy. Yeah, you know, in his life, so it was it was pretty cool to see that part. But then the Italians, John, they got great food and they got good soccer, and they <laughs> ended up just chipping away. They get a tying goal, John, and then in unbelievable fashion, the game goes to a penalty shootout to decide the European Championship. And England, notoriously, their head coach missed a penalty kick in 1996 that that messed everything up too. So he 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 does some things and and they end up losing the penalty shootout. And and it's crazy in sports. And this is why I love sports, like for real, because you immediately have the Italians going nuts. They're grabbing the trophy. People are in tears, but they're happy tears. And then the camera, of course. Cuts to the devastation of English fans and the crowd. And Prince William is just like in awe. David Beckham, he's a legend. He's just like, I I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. And then the backlash happened. I mean, it's just, it's crazy to see that. Um, yeah. and, and, and it's the one game that Chris watched and Harry Kane's on the team. Cause I talk about Harry Kane all the time. And, and I couldn't believe I couldn't believe that at all. So I did I, think I, about you. It just amazes me the frenzy yeah. that soccer causes outside yeah. of the United States. I remember when I was a kid, eleven or twelve, I was I was looking at an article in the doctor's office, it was Time magazine or whatever, and I don't remember the country or anything like that. But I remember the absolute frenzy of this huge, massive crowd coming into a soccer match. And people were pressing up against the fence. Yeah. Thousands of people. And because of that, about 600 people died because mm-hmm. they were being smashed against Smothered. the fence. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. died. It's just, it's the, you know, w- what happens to in America is, you know, somebody wins the, the NBA championship and they burn their, burn their, their cars and things. <laughs> yeah. Know? They riot. 
They're so Ohio's really good at that. Detroit did it when they won the Stanley Cup. Of you know, we did it when we won the college basketball championship. College basketball, (laughs) and that's a thing. You're you're not wrong. It's I was and it's so funny because I cut boom the next night or no Sunday night that evening. The United States men's team is playing a Gold Cup, and the Gold Cup is kind of the equivalent of the Euro Championship. Kind of right, yeah. <laughs> and and this team, they they've tried to set it up, and the, it's the there's not a B team per se, but our main stars are they're gonna not play because we got we got this other thing we're gonna worry about. But this is our team, and our goal is to win. They come out, they win one to nothing. They're in Kansas City, Missouri, heartland of America, right? And I don't know if it's because of COVID protocols. Probably is, but the stadium has about I don't know. Not a lot of people in it. Meanwhile, you uh, travel a little bit north up to Wisconsin, uh, and Milwaukee's arena is packed to the brim with crazy yep. Buck fans. Then you go out to the, I think they call it the Deer District or something like that there. There had to be like another 45,000 fans just going ape watching that game from outside of the, the stadium. Yeah. It was crazy. So it, it, we, we don't care. about video games. We love video games, but sports right now, they're they're all encompassing and it's there's a there's another time of the year where there's like football going on and and there's like a i don't know it's like a perfect harmony there's all kind of sporting things going on starting ending this that and the other Mm -hmm. right now if you like soccer and tennis and basketball and heck even for a minute hockey because the stanley cup happened yeah it was like i don't even know if i have a family because i gotta be in my man cave watching sports all day so it's just it's and I think part of it, and I'm I'm really excited about this because I'm hoping one day this is going to tie into us, John, that we get to be together again in a room, which we probably can sooner or later, have some Chipotle together. But it's it's crazy seeing actual these things like you know concerts and sporting events and people are starting to go to them. We are still gonna those of us who are are germaphobes like myself are going to like Chris. It was funny. Chris sneezed earlier today. And he went Delta. And that was, we used to do that when we would sneeze when Corona was a thing as a, you know, a, I'm doing air quotes, a joke. It was an inside thing until I went and caught Corona and got in a motorcycle wreck. So that kind of shut that down. Mm. <laughs> but yeah. And, and look, I, Chris, we did good. I think we successfully navigated the intro without talking about your hurt back, uh, not about John going to court and about Tinley's almost abduction in Orlando. We did good. I did we want to bring up, uh, by the way, Quiet Place 2 is now on Paramount Plus for those who have that. And I watched it today. And, yeah, if you like the first one, go watch that. But, anyways, that's all I got. <laughs> uh, yeah. What are we looking like on time, Chris? Are we Oh, uh, yeah. We're, we're good on time. And look, I laughed again. You, you guys, man, I'm telling you, you're funnier than you think you are when y'all kept saying I wasn't there. Y'all, y'all, y'all stepped up your game last week. And John, out his hat, pulled up a baseball story to fill in time. Uh, like, it was, <laughs> boys, I'm so proud of y'all, man. I freaking pivoted day. John and us into a discussion about, like, Jason Schreier's book just for the sake of, <laughs> like, extending news out. It was great. I John, loved it. John, like, lobbed up the opportunity to go that way. And I was like, here we go. We're going. What's the, what's go. the NPR podcast? Is it Secret Life? Is that car talk? <laughs> no, this America, this America, this America. Yeah, so life, yeah, I listen to our show and it ends. And we, I think we have one ad that runs at the end of our show. Mm. And I'm like, is it over? It's over. 
I like I'm devastated because those two hours go by and I'm still like an hour and a half from home. And then I hear the the intro for Secret Life come on or This American Life. I keep saying Secret Life. And I'm like, how many ads do we got on our show? And they just cussed. Like, what? <laughs> it was the next. Because I'm subscribed, I guess, to that, too. And it was updating as I was driving. Gotcha. Uh, but it was it was great. Once again, thank you for hanging out in the intro over on Twitch.tv, hearing us talk and stuff. Yo, what's up, Cosmic? You just said yo, so we say yo back. And then you see John yo. says yo, yo. Um, and thank you all for listening this far. And if I think we're ready to go. We're nice and fluffed up. Uh, we are ready to make a... Uh, like a, a dash, if you will, over to the topic. Ladies and gentlemen, what is up? Thank you so much for coming this far on this journey with us. You know, the topic. We have landed. We are here. If you fast forwarded directly to here, welcome. If you hung out with us from the beginning and listened to all the things, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to stop talking now so my homie, Chris, can tell us all the official title of this week's topic. Is there a secondary title to this? Uh, This is not the time to ask for that. Is Dash in the title? Uh, I don't. I don't know. Let's double check real quick. Can uh, I say it? I don't. Uh, know. No. Uh, 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 super and rush. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Right. Professionalism. I can add that yes. out. Uh, <laughs> the topic is Mario Golf Super. You know, I don't. That never gets old to me. You know, yes, that. it does. Uh, but it, when he said that about editing it out, John, it reminded me, and I'm going to pivot quickly. Last week, he left you to do something. I don't know what he did. He was gone forever, and you were mumbling. You couldn't find emails on Discord. You were struggling, and I was dying. And you said, "I sure hope he had it edits that out." Obviously. He didn't, because I heard every bit of it. <laughs> I heard you every tell, bit of it. <laughs> you didn't tell me to edit it out. If you told me, I would have. It was fan effing tastic. Uh, but much but like, that was, but that was between. It was theoretically emails were running. They were hot. They were live. We you had made it to Discord. He said, "I need you to pull it up real quick. I'll go grab my phone." And you were just you talked for a minute and then you stopped, and it was golden. Okay. Couldn't have had it any other way. Yeah, dad. It it worked great. What made it work was because you came on. You came on and said, I sure hope he edits that out. (laughs) (laughs) So comedy gold, because he didn't edit it out. You understand what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying, man? But yeah, so this is gonna be my last episode. This is it. John checks out. Well, first of all, you need to know that John beat me badly at the topic this week, and I need to set it up this way. I could not have talked more crap to John about when we finally 1v1'd on how badly I was going to beat him. (laughs) Little did I know that in my future, uh, my golfer would find the most devastating bunkers 
in history. Uh, and believe it or not, that's when I, I probably notched this game down a little bit because it hammered home some things. And we'll, we'll touch on that. But, yeah, the game is is Mario Golf Super Rush. John and I being the, the fans of Nintendo that we are, we got the game. And I don't know that, John, you can correct me. I want to say this first. I don't know that you intended to keep this game for too, too long, but last night you pointed out that you were probably going to hold on to it for a while. I think that speaks pretty highly of the game. Yeah, I expect to. Um, particularly, I'm I'm kind of holding out for maybe updates to it. Um, maybe they'll add some stuff to it. That would be nice. But um, I just I just ate a banana that's been sitting on the desk for about 30 minutes. Well, you look good doing it. Oh, my God. It's super soft in my mouth right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, John and I played uh, Mario Golf this week. And it's it's really, it's a nod to how Nintendo, how they have this knack to, to take a sporting game um, and make it, make it fun, but make it challenging as well. Um, and, and, and one game that I'm thinking about when I say that out loud is Mario Tennis Aces. Mm -hmm. There was somebody actually, when I streamed it one night, I think it was Psycho, uh, retros. And he, and he, he said, you know, that I think he said that he was a fan of Mario Tennis Aces. Um, And and was this game, was it kind of like that, you know, what have you. And the spin on this particular title is the part of the title, Super Rush. It adds this, uh, make sure I'm saying this right, John. It adds this, this mode where everybody tees off at the same time and then you take off running and you can knock people out the way and you get to your ball and you're just, it's just mayhem. And they show that in the commercial. What's really funny is I hate that game mode. Really? <laughs> I see no point in it. I don't understand it. I've played it online and I've played it in single player, obviously. And I just prefer like how we played last night. Just your turn, my turn, your turn, my turn. Yeah. And I, I don't know. We're old men. It's, but- it's, it's possible. <laughs> did, but did you play the game mode? Did you like it? Um, yeah, I, I, I got a lot of fun out of it. Um, to me, it's the mode. I mean, that mode is, you know, whether you like, whether you or I like it or not, that mode is really the star of, of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when I go in, when I go online and I'm just looking for matches and I'm just wanting to play the normal, you know, take your turn, um, golf tournament, the eight, you know, nine or 18 holes. Most of the time I get, I'll get a, I'll get a match of four people and a couple of holes in somebody just bails. But when I, when I get into the rush mode, you can tell that that's really where all the traffic is. So you're, so you're much better off finding online matches. If it's just you without some sort of, you know, room that you can go to, that's where you're going to find most of your content. Um, And and a little bit of, you're going to find a pretty consistent with battle golf as well. Um, so those, so the, so those are the, so those are the three main, I would say. Yeah. Probably only. Uh, so the game consists of a story mode. It consists of rush mode, which is the racing. (laughs) I would love to see Sean, a hybrid of this battle rush mode with Mario Kart. (laughs) That would be so, 
so cool. If you just, instead of running, you just, you power up your golf carts and you just, you just run over each other, hit each other with turtle shells, bananas, that kind of thing. It, that's honestly what rush mode. And it's crazy. Maybe it's not crazy. Mm. That's kind of what it reminded me of was mm-hmm. when like say the lap three of three, when all of a sudden the game's awarding the last place person bullets, bullets, you know, to get all the way to the front. Somebody gets lightning. Uh, there's a, a purple spike shell going to number one guys, chaos happening. Uh, Maybe that's, I don't know. So maybe I didn't, I've played it uh, three, four times. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should more. Maybe I, I'm missing what the fun is on it. Because I, everybody still gets their shot off. You don't get, did I, did I play a mode where like your score got affected by if you got off last? You get, you, you, you primarily get judged by the time you finish. I mean, yeah, you, you, it's basically a race. And, and a lot of people that are frustrated with it are the ones that like to take their time, like to set their shot, need time to gauge the win, need time to, you know, gauge. And if you're not down with just the rush mode and the chaos of it, then no, you're not. If what you, if what you, if what you care about is getting the most accurate shots, no, you're not going to like this. Yeah. People who get the fun out of making sure that they hit the green as close to the hole <laughs> as they possibly can. Then this, right. then that mode's not gonna, not gonna, you know, work for you. Um, but it's, you know, the the first thing I started with is is the is the campaign. Same. And no, you know, technically with, not. Yeah. Sorry. Well, the, the, and the thing about it is, and, and you know, it, it's kind of it's kind of a knock. Um, as you progress through the story mode, you're unlocking courses, and you don't you cannot have access to those courses unless you're playing the story mode. You unlock more and more and more courses. Um, you know, w- one of the thing, the things the game seemed, didn't seem to have a lot of time doing is, is giving you a whole plethora of different types of courses to play. Um, so I'm, I, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I'm hoping that this, that this game gets built on a lot, but the, but the story mode, Sean is, is, um, basically your tutorial i mean particularly Mm -hmm. anybody who's new to mario golf it's it's you know it's basically you play as your me your standard me yeah um and you are you're a rookie and you're going through all these courses um trying to get different badges to progress to the next courses different challenges to progress to the next courses one of the things that were that was in uh story mode that i wish they'd added as a mode was this um this mode where you you have a certain number of strokes. Um, you can go in any order that you want to go to hit any of the, to, to make any of the holes that you want. And I think there were for the one part I played, there was like six holes uh, scattered throughout the, the big, the big course. Um, and you can go in any order you want as long, but, but, but it's a strategy to make sure you keep your strokes under a certain number. And that's, yeah. you know, and Sean, you, you'll be able to speak on this with those bunkers. This is a mode within the game that you could find yourself in a lot of trouble because, you know, you can, you can, you can hit a ball in a, in a way where you have to, where the, um, where the hole that you're trying to get to is like up against a, up against a, a wall. And your, your ball is right there at the base of it. And it's like impossible to get, it's impossible yeah. to get back on track 
and save your strokes. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's like once you get to that point, it's very difficult to get your, get your ball back on track and back onto the fairway where it needs to be. I, I've, and I ran across, like you mentioned that last night and I feel bad. I started thinking about this today. Like I, I, I found myself wanting this game to play like a Tiger Woods game played back in the day, meaning you could change if you needed to do a, a golf shot called a punch shot, uh, kind of like hit it really low, hard, boom, you're behind a tree, get it out. Uh, it it kind of, you could change like, and you mentioned last night, I'm stuck in a bunker, a true sand wedge. I can really choose to get under it more to lift it, do a, like a yep. lob shot. Yep. This game doesn't have a way to do that. Like you use your sand wedge and you can move around the bunker and maybe chip out of it. Uh, but I learned real quick and I had never gotten into a bunker, but I learned real quick against John. If you don't figure out how to, to minimize that damage, all of a sudden you have plus five, six, seven strokes on, on your score. And it it can be very difficult. I mean, what you have to do in the bunker and and we, and we'll get to, and we'll touch on this a little more with how the game controls, but there's a trick to making, to making your shot more vertical in, in the bunker. You know, once you set your shot, you basically tap the, the left thumbstick up as much as you can to get more verticality. Now that doesn't always work because that bunker is so high, but you have to do it with a combination of hitting that thumbstick up as, as much as you can while getting as much speed um, or force to, to, to impact with the ball. And it doesn't always work. It's not, it's not well, I'm laughing. Uh, Cause I remember you coming out of a bunker yesterday. I think it was in our second match where you use like a wood in a bunker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you yoked. Yep. That ball out of the bunker. It ended up being a really great shot, but mm-hmm. that's, that's where your mind needs to be on this kind of golf game. It's got some really good golf mechanics, but it's also got a lot of Nintendo and Mario type antics within it. Yeah. And, and if that, if all of a sudden your ears perked up when you heard that, or you've seen videos and seen that you need to play this game. Cause it's, it's, it's really is fun. Um, John alluded the story. I found that to be honest, if we're talking story and then the various online modes, I found the story to be probably the weaker because it felt like it was a, a, a play wall, meaning you had to unlock certain things by doing the story that was very tutorial. Like it wasn't like a true story, if you will. Yeah. Um, and I hated that I couldn't skip a lot of the dialogue with the characters I had to talk to. I, I could almost pick up immediately what they were telling me and I was ready to get past it, but they wanted to keep talking. That was a personal thing though. That's not a knock. They're going to some people who want to find out what they're saying. I just happen to not like hearing little Koopas, little <laughs> turtles going blah, 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 over you and over and stuff. But it's funny because there's, there's, there's characters all over the, the map, you know, toads and Koopas and all these things. And you go talk to them and they say things like, I, I love how green the grass is. I'm like, at some point I got to the point where I'm like, you don't have anything you're going to say to me that's of interest. So I just, anybody you could, anybody you could talk to, I just went straight to the, yeah, to the, to the, the NPC with the exclamation point. Yeah. I just, I was like, none of this is interesting. Um, and it, you know, it's, it's kind of a missed opportunity, particularly when a couple of years ago, this, you know, this RPG golf story was such a yes. big hit and everybody was kind of anticipating a little bit 
with um, Mario Tennis Aces that they would do something in that vein. But particularly with Mario Golf being announced, people were really anticipating sort of an in-depth, you know, not to the not the depth of golf story per se, but something a little bit more robust in the in the story campaign. It's not bad. I mean, no, it's, it's 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 relaxing. It, it's fun to do, especially when you're learning how to play. It's cool and to see you're me too. If that yeah, makes sense. yeah. I, um, Chris, it hasn't made sense to me with this because, like, even here, like with golf, it's just so easy for me to see what you would make the single player right, like you take what works with Mario Kart where you have different circuits or, or I guess, you know, leagues, right? Like you start out and this is the flower thing and that's where you're starting and those are the easiest guys and that's where you're learning the game. Then you eventually work your way up to the star and then the rainbow, you know, circuit. Rainbow road, yo. Yeah, like, and you're going on and these are the toughest challenges and maybe you put a story behind that where there's a few cutscenes, you know, Bowser teasing Mario, whoever you're playing as, your me you know, whatever it is. And that's, that's really, I think all you would need, right? Like where it right. would give someone who's we, doing a single player experience, like countless hours going through the courses, getting progressively harder. Uh, and you know, a little bit of background drama between. Well, like NBA 2k, like story mode, like how cool are those where you, yeah. you meet your rival. I mean, I would, I would not expect that in a Mario game. Uh, but I did, I don't know, I felt myself wanting a little more from the single-player story. But like John said, if I if I misspoke earlier and made it seem like because I said it was the worst, it doesn't mean it was bad. It yeah, just I mean, was. You're me. getting some cool courses in there, too. I mean, there's, you know, when for example, you hit the desert um, and you do this desert course. And the hook to the desert course is it's so hot out there that they send you out there with a certain amount of water. And for every stroke you make, your water depletes. So you have to finish the golf course before you deplete your water. Um, otherwise, you forfeit the you forfeit the match altogether. So there's a lot of interesting stuff they do that, you know. But 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 Chris, you've got a point to the idea. I, I don't know that I'd want it as simplistic as tournaments like Mario Kart, but a little bit more focus on that. I definitely agree. Yeah, make it like uh, a season. Or something, yeah. right? Yeah, John and I do think I think you're not going to be disappointed with support for the game on a post DLC launch type thing. Mm-hmm. I just looked up all the games recently they've done. I mean, Mario Kart had DLC, uh, Splatoon had DLC, like Wind Waker had DLC, and that's something that we're not used to Nintendo doing from a historical standpoint. But it seems more and more like that kind of thing is happening, and I can't see them missing an opportunity to add additional whatever to the well, story. I don't recall. I, uh, maybe they did, but I don't recall if they added any content to Mario tennis. And this is, I mean, this is the same developer that did Mario tennis. I mean, this is the developer that pretty much does their, their sports titles all the way back to, you know, strikers, I think is, you know, how long they've been doing this. But, um, yeah, Nat, there is. Uh, so a question comes in in chat. Is there a straight balanced golf mode then? Yeah, and that's, John, would you agree that's kind of how you and I played last night? We, I think yeah. you call the game mode a standard. Yeah. You take away, you know, the super rush. Um, and I was looking, John, real quick to get back to that before we forget. Mario Tennis had character DLC. Mm-hmm. I don't know that they had content DLC. 
Yeah. But yeah, you, you can play standard where you take away rush. You mm-hmm. can even take away the special abilities, which we'll kind of talk about how they can influence a match if you leave them on. And you can take away playing as your me characters that once again, you have built up in the story mode. So your attributes could be off the charts uh, when you play 1v1 me bro online. So you can really adjust that to where it's all a standard. You pick a character and you go with what you got. And you have to worry about stuff like the wind or the shape of the course and, and things like that. And uh, that's kind of like how me and John played last night. But again, I got to put it on record. First game, John demolished me. I think I was like plus eight and he was negative four. He made the comment, I've never shot this good before. Like I'm negative four. This is great. We do another game and I beat him, I think, negative uh, a five under the four under. He did it again. Another four under. Yeah, you beat me by one stroke. I beat you by one in the first game. You beat me by like 10. <laughs> yeah, you just, you were, well, in fairness, you were playing, and this goes to the character, different variations of the characters. You were playing, you started off the, our first match with Wario. Yeah. And good Lord. I mean, the guy would get kicked off any reputable golf course. <laughs> he yeah, his, just looked, oh. he just looked like, <laughs> sir, this is not dress code. But yeah. um, I mean, he looked like Greg Norman from hell. Yeah, like um, just a, a Wario Greg Norman. That's a perfect <laughs> description. But he, he had a lot of power behind him, but Sean kept finding um that his that his shots kept hooking right. And often that you know they would hook right and it would he Sean just got tripped up in a lot of sand traps yeah. um early yeah. on. And he got you got what is it? You ended up with nine strokes behind, nine yeah. strokes above par. Yeah. Um yeah, nine so, over par is what they call it in the biz. And probably yeah. seven, probably seven or eight of those were truly from the bunkers. Yeah. Uh, but, like uh, but, but Wario had this cool move um, and, and every character has their variation on like super shots or specialty shots. And so War, Wario would do his specialty shot and, and, and Sean would aim close to my ball. So his ball would land near mine and it would, it would cause this electrical storm where when it was my turn to shoot i had to i couldn't shoot i couldn't get my gauge up to a certain point if i got my gauge up above a certain point i would get shocked and um, cause a stroke to go yeah yeah so the, i mean mo- most of the most of the special abilities are designed to cost the opponent um a stroke or two yeah and, uh, and i, and I like me, that Sean, i gotta get my strokes in <laughs> i like i like that yeah um you know, that's going to add a different element to a straight up golf game. Um, but it, I think it's, it's fun because mm-hmm. uh, like you said, every character's ability is different where they're all, they all have to be built mm-hmm. up by you doing decent on, you know, your tee shot or, or making a birdie or a par on a, on a course and not a bogey. Mm-hmm. When you get it built up, you don't maybe want to just bust right away. <laughs> uh, you want to maybe hold it. And so like in, in <laughs> Wario's case, uh, John would tee off and I'm behind. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to use a special now. And then he caught on to what it was later on. We played and our characters, he got Rosalina and I, I apologize. I don't know the character's name that I played with. She's from Mario galaxy. No, she sang that song Odyssey. from uh, Mario Odyssey. She was great. She was great to look at. She was just perfect. So when she did her special move, her golf club would turn into uh, like, <clears throat> excuse me, a microphone. And as, I'm dying. What's happening? <laughs> oh my god! Hold me in throat. <laughs> Lord, did I swallow a bug? Oh my god! Um, 
Seriously. So her, um, when she hit it, it would be like her voice would travel. You would see like she's singing. And as that ball goes by any balls on the court, they knock them out the way. Mm-hmm. Rosalina did a move where when she teed off, uh, she had stars spinning around her ball. So when I, and if it landed near me, I'd have a star stuck to my ball. And when I hit, it would immediately go down. Like it had, it, it had weight on it. So it couldn't travel far. So every little variation of those characters, special moves and like John said, they impact the game. They add a little, little element to it. You know, they don't happen every swing. You have to earn them. So it kind of it's kind of smart to uh, to use them at the right moment, if you will. Like there was no point for me using Mario's move to teeing off if John could just out hit me, you know, and, and things like that. And and I some of you guys, when I streamed it, I know you wanted to see the special moves. I was playing with basic Mario. But the thing about basic Mario, that's who John kicked my butt with. You know, Mario's kind of always the average. I'm good in everything kind of character. Uh, and then you do have the characters like the Wario's and the Donkey Kong's who are strong, but they don't have any control or finesse, if you will. Mm-hmm. And then you got like the Toads who aren't that strong, but they can really control things. So that's that's how this game's set up too. It's it's a formula that I think works. Plus, it kind of pivoting into, and we're, we're still going to talk about the controls, but pivoting into the aesthetic of the game, the golf outfits and the golf courses themselves. I mean. They they really John mentioned this. They really know what they're doing with their system and their graphics at this point. They really have an aesthetic about the game that's very cute. Uh, it does feel empty, but golf courses are supposed to feel empty. You're not supposed to have a huge gallery when just two guys are playing at a golf course. You know what I mean? So uh, it's kind of cool seeing. One thing I did notice though, and this you could tell I played golf, and this is very rare if it happens, if ever. Uh, when you putt, you leave your glove on in this game, like your driving glove. When you play golf, the driving glove comes off as soon as you drive the golf ball. It's off. And that's a little, I'm like, meh, I'm being too picky, you know? Posers. Yeah, and, and that was, but everything matches, everything's super cool, you know? It, normally at this point, I'd probably say something about the music or the audio. That hasn't really stood out to me. I don't know why. Uh probably because a lot that I've played, I've been listening to my own music or like last night I was in chat with John, but I'm recalling the first times I played it and it just had that classic good feeling, you know, casual Nintendo fun soundtrack to it. Nothing too crazy to write home about or whatever, but you want to talk about controls, how there are two different ways to play your, your preferred way and what you think about them. Oh yeah, the uh, so so you can I had I didn't I honestly didn't even try it, but you can use motion <laughs> controls for this. I don't know how it works to be honest. I assume it kind of has a similar similar mechanic, but um, with so I just I just use my pro controller. But on the side on the right side of the screen, you've got you got this gauge that pretty much is a measurement of yards. When you switch out you know, clubs, if you go to the driver, to the seven, to the seven iron down to your sand wedge, that gauge reflects how far that club can, can drive your ball. Um, on the gauge, you'll see, um, like a green square somewhere on the gauge, depending on how far you are from the green to show you how far away in terms of yards, the green is you adjust your shots based on that. And so you hit the, you know, you hit the a button, that gauge starts to rise, 
um, and you start and you stop the the gauge exactly in theory where you want the ball to go. And on, on the left corner of the screen, you see where the wind is blowing. So you can, you know, adjust your shot when you're, when you're, when you're getting your shot set, you can, you know, technically just aim your, aim your shot where you want the ball to go adjusting for wind or where you think the wind's going to be. Um, and once you set your shot, when you're winding your, when you, when you're winding your shot, um, you can, you can put top spin on it or back spin on it by hitting either a or B. Um, you can, you can curve your shot by going to the left or right on the thumbstick, uh, depending on how, whether, you know, how you want your shot to go in the air. Uh, you can do some really cool trick shots that way. So, yeah. so, the, but the mechanics are, are pretty straightforward. They're not going to be PGA Tiger Woods golf kind of stuff, but they're challenging enough yet approachable enough where pretty much anybody, even Chris can pick up and play. <laughs> Um, pick up and play this game as the professional sportscaster, uh, sports gamer here of this podcast, rocket league champion, 2021. Right. Right. You know, Chris love multiple hall of fame careers, NBA uh, champion about 17 time men, 16 champion. Um, <laughs> I could tell you, if you gave me this game for two days, I would dominate both of you in it. Oh my, we have to, no, that's, that's d- actually false. Um, you know, I would find a way you don't even have a switch anymore. That's a lie. <laughs> I was about to say. Because <laughs> there's mine right there. It's it's hooked up. Jeez. It's right there. But um, you know, it's 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 easy to pick up. It's easy to get the hang of. Mastering it is the key. Um and, and Sean, I'm I'm not gonna knock it completely because there may be with those bunkers just something we're not understanding about the game yet. Or it just could suck. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I've I've watched videos of guys using the motion controls and they get into it kind of like the old Wii sticks. Yeah. I mean, they're like yoking. Coming out their socks in their living room, you know? Well, uh, there was a couple of times where you and I we mentioned how we came out of our, you know, proverbial golf shoes on some yokes that we were hitting. And Dude. I mean, it that I think that's where the game if you're an online gamer and you kind of want that, it shines. Yeah. Like I played with straight up random people. And had a blast. I played somebody who was legitimately like a pro, mm-hmm. uh, like right after the game released. Like they were already legit. And I thought, wow. So, you know? Sean, I, you, know, you know how I was punching the air during Streets of Rage? Yeah. I could imagine if you and I decided we're just going to use motion controls, I can imagine that level <laughs> of hilarity. Um, so, so, yeah, John, we we now have a plethora of games i really want i legitimately want to play with you more i want to play mario golf more because i think we to give you guys an idea i think we started playing around 9 30 and before we knew it it was 11 30 and we're old men and we said we got to go to bed because we got work tomorrow but the time flew by it was a yeah, good time yeah. chris was hammering away doing things he was hanging out with us and wanky uh, wanky <laughs> probably when he hurt his shoulder uh, but we, we had a good time. And I think that speaks a lot for a game like this where, yeah. yeah, it is a sports game, you know, at heart, but it also has that Nintendo character, uh, about it that makes it just adorable and fun. And you find yourself wanting to play more and more of it. I, I took my switch with me to Orlando and that's where I played most of the story, uh, while I was down there. So, so Sean, I, I do want to, I do want to add, um, the additional mode is, is battle golf and it's like this 
this arena I never played style. It. There's a, like this, it's it's large arena. Mm-hmm. And the 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 idea is it's like I think six flags in the arena, and your job is to be the first person to make three holes. And the hook to that is once you make a hole, that hole disappears and it depletes the ability for other people to catch up. And, you know, so it makes it, it it kind of reminded me of classic Mario Kart battle mode um, in that way. Um, So I hated that mode though. And you like that mode? Who hated that mode? I did in real life. Like when I played it. Like Mario Kart battle mode? Yeah, I, I hate it. I was like, let's just go. Let's just go race. No, I loved- well, you might. I mean, I'm not talking about the um, the battle mode from Mario Kart Eight because that one was trash. Talking about uh, like I think they, I think classic they fixed it. Mario. Yeah, Kart. we're talking about classic battle mode, like from Mario Kart. Yeah, 64. with the balloons hanging on your cart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me and my brother spent would would play that mode all day long. I mean that that was like, you know, that in Street Fighter Two is what. He and I would play all the time. I mean, so I love Mario Kart Battle Mode, but it kind of has that vibe. It's not for everybody. Um, It's 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 not really the the mode that shines the most, and you know, I think it probably with with some people might become stale after you know a few tries. But um, to me, I mean, I I found it pretty fun. I mean, the only problem with this is not, it, it's not the quality of content. It's, it's the lack of content. I mean, one of the things that's glaringly absent from this is, is tournament mode. There's no tournament mode in this. It makes the most sense to have a tournament mode to play in all three modes. Yeah. Um, so hopefully, hopefully this is a game. I mean, if they announced DLC, I, I mean, I would support it, but it's almost like maybe you should have just included it from the jump. So, I mean, for me personally, as much fun as I'm having, there are problems with content. I mean, particularly if you compare it to the 3DS version of Mario Golf, so much more content on that game. Um, but it was, it was, it was the same problem with Mario tennis. It came out the gate. Everybody thought this plays well, this is fun, but it doesn't have enough modes. It doesn't have enough modes to keep people's attention for long term. Um, so well, we'll see well, and and you're not wrong. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about all right. So Mario Kart, right? Mario Kart on 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 Switch. They brought the deluxe edition over, and that game launched with a ton of courses and with planned DLC. When it came out, this is what you were going to get, and you right. never felt. I didn't, at least, because you always had when you raced online, you had you could hit random, and you never knew what race was coming. Uh, and then, and then also. When you played your, you know, your cup modes, like Chris said, you you would go through and you'd learn about this kingdom and run these races. I mean, there were, you know, 12, however many courses there were, and you always felt like it was, I don't know, something new because the race always gave something different. Yeah. Um, we played a course last night, and I want to highlight this, a different course, but it, it felt the same because there was a river kind of running through it. And you alluded to, <laughs> Chris, this is the same course. <laughs> and I was like, uh, no, John, we played this course last time. Yeah. And this is different. And you were like, wow, it looks a lot like the one we just played. Cause in the previous hole, we both dropped it in the water. Oh yeah. That, we hit the bucket. That, like, yeah, we were in a uh, tank. Chris, uh, let me just tell you, Chris was reminded of the film, classic film, a river runs through it. I was yeah. like, um, is Brad Pitt showing up on this course? Did I say a river runs through it out loud? Yes. <laughs> no, I did not. Out loud, recorded on the show, it's said for, oh my goodness. 
Yeah, that's 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 my bad. Brad Pitt is hot though, isn't he? I'm just saying. He's hot. He he's is just hot. totally hot. Holy Remember that shit. time him and uh, Jennifer Aniston were together? They were like a thing. Don't understand why that ended. Oh, I, mean, I don't know Mm-mm. what to tell you. Nope. Uh, <laughs> nope. That but, crazy. Um, <laughs> I was thinking of 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 all right. This game isn't perfect, but I like it a lot. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, I think my biggest knock is the lack of overall course content, if you yep. will, for a golf game. Uh, I think it's got plenty of characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I it think does. they got all their own abilities. I mean, it's got a story mode. It's mm-hmm. it's not fully loaded, but hey, it's there. Uh, and it's got different modes to play online. So I think my biggest knock is just, it It just feels like, I don't know, I ordered a, you know, supersized game and I got just like a regular edition game or something like from a, a gaming fast food store, if you will. Very so fair. hopefully, hopefully that's, that's updated and fixed in the future via DLC. And, and I mean, Nintendo is going to charge what they charge for it. And if we're still playing it, man, I do want us to get it. Uh, but I was saying earlier, I want to play this game more with you. I want to finish, finish streets of rage with you. Cause we, we didn't beat it officially. And I want to finish Marvel Alliance with you. Like we have three Nintendo games that we can just log on and play together. Why don't we let's do just, that? Let's just trade in our other consoles. Who needs them? Who? This is officially, we become the, the show is Nintendo Switch games and PC games. We just call it the Switch cast. That's we call it, taken. for yeah. the record, uh, Streets of Rage there is uh, not a Nintendo game, but thank you. We, John, where did we play it? Uh, game Pass. Yeah. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. It was on Game what, Pass. Game what one. game? Did, no, 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 no. What game did we play on the Switch? We were Ultimate punching and fighting. That was Streets of Rage on the Xbox. I didn't play that on the Xbox. Talking about Arms. Talking about when you played no, Arms. No, no, it was like a Streets of Rage game. If I pull my Xbox up right now, and that's where I played that effing game, <sighs> I would be amazed if you did not play it there. <laughs> it might have come to Switch, but I don't think it did, and we never played it on Switch. Are you um, sure? I'm 100% positive. I will remember to the day I die, the night <laughs> I punched the air, and you what controller do, I was holding. You destroyed the air, bro. Uh, but yeah, I, it, Chris, Chris, John, uh, have we arrived to a, a time in this show where it needs to be put on a table? It needs to happen? Yeah. I think it, I'm, I'm struggling. Normally, I like to come out the gate and... Uh, and you know, just flop it. I'm gonna I'm gonna defer to the second half and let you go, John. Oh, he's not ready. He's um, gotta pick which direction he's receiving the kick and he don't know what to do. I think I'm gonna go with a seven point three. Seven point three. Yeah, I, I think this is well worth anybody's time who likes the Mario Kart uh <laughs> Mario Golf series. Um this is easy to pick up and play, very approachable, good for family and, and, you know, you know, adults and kids alike. So it's, there's an approachability factor that, that, that really is a big boost for me. It is, it is approachable. It's easy to pick up and play. Um, it's addictive and it's a good game. Um, so I would recommend it. If someone said, should I spend 60 bucks on this? I go, yeah, absolutely. You know, this is worth your time. Um, depending on, um, your, you know, 
like of games like Mario Tennis, these types of games that they've done in the past. Because these games yeah. have an audience. Um, so, you know, that that's that's my score. Well, I'm I'm not too far from you. I am gonna I'm gonna clip right in. I'm gonna sell in and scoot right up to an eight. That's where it's gonna land. Largely because um I, I have a blast with this game and I have a minor gripe with the courses because wind and the other person you're playing could put pressure on you. There's a lot of variables that go into your matches that who cares if you're playing on the same course? Like once you get going, who cares? But I do want to know that there's more. And I'm I'm reminded, and I thought this was true, but I'm reminded by uh psycho psycho retros in chat. Again, this game will have free updates according to the Nintendo Direct when it was revealed. So if we miss that, I, I, I want to go back maybe and find out what updates those are going to be. Are they going to be courses? Are they going to be, you know, golf clubs? Are they going to be shoes? Like what kind of updates are they going to be? And this could be a game when it's all said and done that we put hours into, like you said, because the replayability is so high um, that at the end of the year when we do our goaties, uh this could creep into my top five, depending on the other things that could happen later on. Yeah. I don't um, think that's crazy. It's not, yeah, it's not crazy to think that, but I mean, it's the experience. I mean, you know, Wolfenstein was in both of our top fives. No one would argue that's game of the year quality per se. I mean, I thought it was, yeah, but uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, that was the greatest game we ever played together. It was. The game of the year will be the game we play together. Oh, dude, it, it, it might be <laughs> you, one of you guys was, it? yeah, it was jo- both of you, I think have left oh, that me stupid off on your take game. Two game? Good dude, Lord. that game's amazing, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Out of nowhere, that game. But John, I don't know if you saw it, mm-hmm. but your boy, it's recently released and I can get it on Oculus tonight. Sniper Elite VR. I heard about that. That would be good. I still need to play one. Yeah, you do nine, but man, I had a honest to God guys that we, John and I had a great time finally playing each other and, and I don't mind probably for some of you, not all of you. Cause some of you are just like, you know, uh, I'll give my friend code and we can play some Nintendo games online, like Mario golf together. I think that'd be cool. Um, <laughs> I love the username in the chat right now. I'm just saying, but, uh, Chris, if you want to, to, <laughs> You know, whatever you say, do. I do have to go pee. Okay. <laughs> Let's go to the news. Hot off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. News! Well, boys, we're here. We've made it to the news portion of the program, as news. we always do. Sometimes it's just a topic, not this week. And Chris... You were going to lead this thing off like a champion and uh, let us know what ha- what's happening in the world of Deathloop. News. So we, we, we already knew that Deathloop would be a time exclusive for PlayStation, but we didn't know when that would end. During the latest trailer, it was revealed that the exclusivity will end on PlayStation on September 14, 2022, at which time it will move to other platforms. Gee, wonder which ones. Uh, this is one year from the release, but will give Xbox players an idea of how long they will have to wait in order to get their hands on the anticipated title from Arcane Studios. Nine minutes of the game was recently shown during the recent state of play. 
Yeah. Look uh, good. We don't we, it, we don't need to see anymore though. Well, yeah, no. you guys mentioned that I think last week. You don't you, we're sold on it. Every one of us want to play this game. It, it's a unique take. It's Arcane Studios. Um that's what else do we need? Not much. We need it to come out and we need to buy it and play it and cover it. And smother it and put some birch chili on it from Waffle House, right? <laughs> can I wait one <laughs> John, can can I wait one year is the question. I don't know if I can. Well, Mm-mm, no. Yeah. I mean, get it. I mean, well, I you can't, but I'm going to get a physical copy mm. and get the platinum mm-hmm. and trade it in. <laughs> and then just play it forever on PC. If I ever there get a better graphics card. Oh, too bad. So you're going to you're going to you're going to not get it on PlayStation? No, I am. I am going to get on PlayStation just because Arcane is like a studio that there just aren't a lot of those kind of studios out there. Like the ones that remind me of Warren Spector, of Ken Levine, just those kind of people like where I feel like they're not making games to say. We came with this idea and we think it's going to sell to millions and millions of people. They're going out there and saying, what's the kind of game I want to make and how can we make it interesting? And, and tell something it's a different story. Like that's what they do. And I think that's cool. And that's, that's one of the reasons I'm glad Microsoft bought Bethesda. Cause I was like, I want that studio to not be focused on how to sell things. I want them to be the ones who push something along. And then like other people look at their work and go, Oh, that was clever. We should figure out how to bring that into our games. And because you're part of Microsoft now, you don't have that demand that you might've had before. I will also say, um, you know, after seeing the footage that we didn't need to see last week, um, you, it's immediately evident that this, that this was maybe at one point, uh, a dishonored game. Possibly. I mean, it, it kind of comes through the same, you know, gameplay mechanics. Um, at, at best it's, it's, um, it's a spiritual successor. And I bet you, I bet you it's going to end up taking place in the same universe <gasps> in, in the, in the distant future. The future, the but just, future. But, but one of the, I mean, one of the things about Arcane Games, I mean, is the is the atmosphere and the lore they build around it. I mean, I've got, I've got, um, you know, one of the best parts of the original Dishonored game and Dishonored Two is going and 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 the world building within the diaries and and the, and the journals and things like that. I've got, mm-hmm. I've got a book, I've got a book of the Dishon- the first Dishonored game that has all of the all of the 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 diary entries and things like that, you know, where you le- read it from cover to cover and you're, and you're, and you're, you're, you're learning about this world, these different characters that you never see in the game, but it just builds out this entire world that arcane is just famous for doing. So, I mean, because it's arcane and because I know what they do and I know what they can do. Um, I mean, it's a day one buy, you know, easily. What was the name? What was the name of the character that Susan Sarandon voiced in the first one? I don't know. Old uh, ladies. Sarandon? Yeah, she was like the grandma character. Grandma. Yeah, I forget her name, but yeah, she's. Um, yeah, that's like one of those ones because she doesn't show up until late in that game, I believe. And for the majority of the time, you are reading and hearing about her from a lot of our people. And that's like what we're talking about, where when you finally do meet her, it's it just makes it that much cooler. So the character in Dishonored, Dowd, the one who kills the um, the queen, whoa, spoilers, um, right. is what is he's played by the guy um, Tarantino uses him a lot 
in like he was in Kill Bill. Um, Samuel L. Jackson. No, Danny. Her- mm-hmm. Harvey Keitel, Tim Roth. Um, oh, Michael Madsen. Michael Madsen. Yep, that's who. That's who did the voice of Dad. It, it was like a checklist just going down. Yeah, I was like we're gonna get to one sense. of these. Michael <laughs> Ironside. And then all of a sudden, I was like, "Wait, <laughs> it's gotta be." <laughs> Keeper Sutherland. <laughs> well, there were some uh, other news, boys. If you want me to go ahead and go to there, um, once again for the chat, and if you listen to the show and you like arcane games, you probably feel like us, Deathloop Day One. But there are some other news that we're going to talk about from that state of play, and I'm excited about this first one. Of course, I am. Right? Moss Book Two was announced for PlayStation VR. Woohoo! That makes me happy. Uh, although I, I gotta be honest, uh, the Oculus appears that it could run Moss way better. That's, that's not cool to say out loud. The game will feature similar puzzles, platforming and a combat or, and combat of that of the original, but they did not give a release date. Uh, Armageddon early access has begun. The title is an action game with similarities to Fortnite with a full launch planned for 2022. Tribes of Midgard showed off a new trailer and will launch with the Wolf Saga season and will introduce a new rune system. There will also be Saga Quest and season-exclusive items. The game is set to release on PS4 and PS5 not too far from now, about two weeks, July 27th. Death Stranding, uh, <laughs> featuring Norman Reedus, will be getting a director's cut and will include new battles and advanced combat mechanics. That game will be released on September 24th. Chris, you got a remark on that one? Uh, Maybe it was just your... Oh, no, no, no. As soon as... uh, Yeah, it was the back ring. But um, as soon as I watched the trailer for that, I was like, you know, got the graphics card coming in this week. And I'm like, "Uh, yeah, might be time to go back to that. Might be time. It's going to (laughs) happen. Demon Slayer, which that was once the name of my Richard, is coming October 15th and is a video game adaptation of the very popular anime. Uh, A game I'm really excited for, Saifu, the stylish kung fu game revealed earlier this year, has unfortunately been delayed to 2022. Early 2022, though. Gameplay mixes beat them up with a 3D action game and will release on PS4, PS5, and the Master Race itself, PC. Fist, Forged in Shadow Torch, will be out September 7th and is a Metroidvania uh, game starring a rabbit on the run from machines. That's right. I'll say it again in case you're driving and said to yourself, did he just say a rabbit on the run from machines? My, yes. ri- my Richard was forged in Shadow Torch. Uh, that's what's up. Yeah. What's up? Minds of Moria. <laughs> uh, Hunter's Arena Legends is a game that combines RPG, MOBA, and many other games and will be coming to PS4 and PS5. It will feature both PvE and PvP, as well as two Battle Royale modes, and it comes out this month. So that's, that's July. That's July, boys. Uh, and that pretty much wraps up State of Play News. Did anything stand out to you guys? Obviously, for me, knowing that Moss 2 was coming out, pretty big i loved moss one very 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 much it was the sole reason i got a psvr mm-hmm. i'm being honest i thought about you when i saw that like that was the first thing did john's mic go out oh he's muted himself you muted yourself yeah. noob noob alert <laughs> no, aiden came in i was trying to oh, yeah. mitigate the dog's barking did you finish the game 
Moss? Moss? Yeah, absolutely. Liar. I don't think, you can I don't think it's my, a long check, game, right? No, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. I finished probably more games than you give me credit for. And that, by the way, John, epitome of shade. You can stop it now. The only one that's sad, though, I I, I don't feel like it, I ever thought it was coming out this year, was uh, Sifu or Saifu, however you say it. Because that game does look awesome, and I can't wait to play it. The whole entire yeah. idea of like every time you die or whatever, you age. Ooh, mm-hmm. someone got Chick-fil-A. Oh, my God. I bet that tastes delicious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so John, you should read Dark Souls, get a boost, and then you should start eating your sandwich. <laughs> well, I will say um, Fist, which is, you know, one of my favorite things. Um, what? Words in, Sh- <laughs> in Shadow Torch. That, if, if you've... If you go back and watch footage of that game, that's a Metroidvania game. It looks amazing. It looks mm, beautiful. I need to watch it. My only, my only fear is by the end of 2021 is that, you know, all the headlines are going to say how Fist uh, became the best Metroidvania game of 20, 2021 um, when Metroid's coming out later this year. <laughs> so, But uh, that, that that's one I'm looking forward to. And so let's talk about a boost. Hold up, real quick. Who doesn't uh, like a good boost? I did. I did want to pop in. Uh, we had a chat, uh, Twitch chat thing come in. It's at Chris. Chris just made a comment about his card coming in this week. Can you elaborate on that, Chris? Do you want to say anything else? Because we have some viewers who are going. Uh, wait, wait. What? You got a card? So this is when you plug our Discord and say it's there. <laughs> it is there. It's buried. Uh, I did not put it on the main channel. It's 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 there. Uh, shout out to certain someone who helped me get it. We'll just say he's a punk um, and go from there. And yeah, it will be here in theory, even though UPS has not shown me an update since it shipped Friday. It should be here Thursday, but uh, we'll see. Can <laughs> oh, you send me no. the tracking on that? Right. Oh, no. If that was, I would do that. I would do that. And then uh, I would just sit the window with a rifle whistling. You don't know how to use a gun. (laughs) Yeah. Let's be honest. I'm from the country. You are, you are getting a boost in, um, you know, in graphics fidelity. So congrats on that. Well, Sean, speaking of boosts, hold on, let me swallow. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Dark Souls is getting a boost. So, uh, Chris, when I beat Dark Souls, I can, I can be more boastful about this. If you beat the souls, man, go beat demon souls. I'll give you that. You beat that. Uh, you got that first, one. Thanks, thanks <laughs> to Microsoft's FPS boost, Dark Souls 3 and Xbox Series XS will now run at 60 frames per second. The mm-hmm. update is now available for all owners. To get the most of the uh, boost, Microsoft recommends rebooting the console. After the update is complete, uh, this brings the performance levels closer to the performance on PS5, which looks, which locks the game at 1080p and 60 frames per second. If I do play this game, I will play it on PS5 because on the S that I, that we have, I think it locks the the um, the pixel the 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 graphics at uh, 900p. Yeah. So that's the one thing. I don't like not, all that's this not, knowledge. That's you not have. awful, you know. Mm. I don't like when you research something and have knowledge on things. Okay. I don't like, I don't like it. Cause you're not like, you know, audio technical guy. And now all of a sudden, you know, these kind of things and it makes me doubt myself and I'm uncomfortable. Well, speaking of knowing things of knowledge and technicality, (laughs) 
Cloud computing is the next topic. According to Dice, I'm not going to do that for the rest of this. Uh, Oscar Gabrielson, the next big tech innovation to the FPS will be cloud computing. Gabrielson says the tech is still, quote, a couple years away, but stands to have a large effect on the genre. Quote, cloud computing has really changed a bunch of other industries and gaming has barely touched on it. So if you think about a game like Battlefield, we have things like AI in the game now, destruction, uh, actual procedural level creation, and the next gen consoles, they are, of course, super powerful. But if we move much of that logic out to the cloud, we can do some really high scale computing that we haven't been able to do in the past, destruction, visual, visual fidelity. Uh, I think it's just a couple of years away, and then you'll see some pretty cool shooter games out there, I'd imagine. But we'll see. This is kind of, I guess, you know, we saw Microsoft, of course, was the first one trying to do it with Crackdown 3 and Destructibility, and that didn't quite work out. It was probably a little too big for its britches and its time, right? But, yeah, this is becoming the standard. You know, we talked about how recently... All the Project X games have now moved on to uh, using Xbox Series X server blades for, you know, their rendering when you're uh, playing, streaming the game to your computer or your phone, whatever. So, yeah, this totally makes sense. If, like, you could take a lot of resources, kind of like um, having dedicated servers before for online games, imagine that you now take all those assets, certain assets that, are just in the cloud being delivered to you, it frees up a lot more resource for the developer to use on their end as far as what you have to handle on your box. And everyone loves a good box. I can, Sean, handle, I hate I it. can handle any box, by the way. I, Sean, I hate it when Chris knows stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> so what I know, what I know is that you couldn't not you could not have not taken a bite of that sandwich when you started playing around with it. And you tried to show the chat uh, over on twitch.tv backslash weekly games chat. You had to bite it because you got the essence of the sandwich. You held it, you felt it. <laughs> John, you knew John, what it would taste like. John should start an ASMR uh, Twitch channel where he just eats Chick-fil-A in <laughs> opening in the, the bath, package in up, plugging in the straw. <laughs> John, are you good to talk about things that are denied and silent? Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. It's a story of my life. <laughs> so, guys, there's some um there's some some things going down on Silent Hill that I think everybody needs to know about. We need to just um nip this in the bud. Fans have been searching on the internet. Oh, as as we tend to do, uh in hopes of a sign a sign that one day they will get another Silent Hill game. Some thought they found something when it was discovered that there are filings from Bloober, which is a development team, in case nobody knew that, Bloober, on the EU's Creative Europe website, which shows descriptions of video game projects that have applied for EU funding. Um, uh, Sean, EU is the European Union. Yeah, that's where that stands for. Bloober team, CMO, Thomas... Galakowski, which is now, I understand why you guys gave me this one, <laughs> has responded to the rumors and speculation stating, quote, online speculation based on outdated or incomplete information can often 
uh, lead to strange theories around among gamers. So we appreciate you asking us directly. He goes on to further. Uh, he goes on further that the speculation is unfounded. Um, so this game does not technically exist. Fans have been clamoring for another Silent Hill game since the ill-fated PT demo with hopes of someday seeing the continuation of the series. And what I don't understand, guys, is why Konami hates money so much. If you if you look at what Resident Evil has done over the past several games with, with just the renaissance of survival horror, they're just leaving money on the table. And that's that's what I'll say to that. You know, they own PT. They can do something with that, make it a more fleshed out game and sell it. They make bank on that thing. They don't want to pay for in-house development. And I think it's kind of like one of those classic, almost like Hollywood things, right? Where it's pride. It's like the idea that they would, even though someone would probably pay them for the license to make the Silent Hill game necessarily. Like the idea that when the profits come in, they're not going to get everything. I think that's what it is. But yeah, I was never, I, I didn't give too much green to this when I first heard it just because I was like, Bloober's the team that gets this? No. Um, I mean, that well, doesn't make sense. I mean, sense. they've done. They've done, they did Medium and I played that and I enjoyed it. Yeah. But yeah. that's not like some huge, you know, huge thing. Well, uh, games that are huge don't come <laughs> yeah. around a lot, right? One game that appeared on the uh, the list every month for it felt like years still does still does as one of the greatest selling games ever was gta 5 so I, I consider that game to be a huge game and i say all that to set up this gta 6 is coming okay <laughs> uh, eight years has passed since the arrival of the greatest game god ever gave mankind mm. the gap between gta 4 and gta 5 is the longest gap we all like we about. between games in the series <laughs> history by a lot. One leaker has come forward with the information that GTA 6 is slated for 2025. 2025, which was backed up by Take-Two recently. Claims are being made that the game will be set in a modern-day version of Vice City. Fans of the series know exactly where Vice City is. It has also been suggested that the map will change over time. Similar to how um, Epic Games overhauls the Fortnite map every season. The new game is slated for PS5, Xbox Series S and X, along with the Master Race PC, and is waiting on more sales of the console to maximize profits. So yeah, there it is. GTA 6 is coming. We all thought it would. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be everywhere. Yeah, they don't have to rush this because... Uh... I don't know if you know this. They they make like a billion dollars every other month from GTA <laughs> Online. But I the think the question is, will they have a single player mode? Yes, they will. And I think this will be. I'm almost willing to bet this might be, from what they're describing here, the goal is maybe this is the last GTA game they're planning to make for a very long time. You know, in our words, like because it's like, hey. We're going to do, we're going to go back to one that was loved, Vice City, because we've gone back to the other two. We went back to the original and then we went back to San Andreas. Um, and now it's, it's kind of like, it makes sense. One, because I could see the logo now, right, Sean? GTA, V I C E, you know, V I capped in the traditional thing and then Vice City 
as the rest of the title on there. Yeah. And then this thing that they're talking about where they're going to have different maps or whatever uh, over time, that sounds to me like, hey, we realize that GTA works perfectly as a games as service. So we're going to move the community onto this and we will have one team that all they do is make new maps, bringing in new locations, maybe some online story and things like that. We'll continuously rotate them out. We'll eventually make it free to play all that good stuff because we know we can make our money in game and we'll go on and we'll start to do something we haven't done in a long time since red dead and sit down and go, what's the next world that rockstar should make for gamers. And that's pretty cool. I think overall for everyone, it just sucks. We have to wait. (laughs) I, I vividly see the title and I think if they don't do it that way, yeah, they missed, they missed an opportunity for real. But uh, uh, as you were talking, Nat, the gooner in chat pointed out that he had never played GTA five. Ooh, that's such a great is, game. Yeah. John hasn't either. John said he had in, in chat as well. Um, It's crazy. Uh, it's crazy. We found the two people, Sean, the two yeah. people that were left. Well, in Slade. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, I, I can definitely get not liking the content. The online mode is mm-hmm. you kind of you kind of create your own content, if you will, in within the city. Yeah. So you can either you can either do crazy stuff or you can not. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then then and then Nat signing on with you, Chris, and talking about his love for Red Dead Two. It's a great game. Uh, I hear it's it the top great. selling game of uh two thousand. I was gonna say you not bringing that up. <laughs> you just ruined it. Um, <laughs> so, uh, we are here, boys. We have made it to the, the final news. No, we haven't. We, oh, we haven't. I totally skipped Ghostwire. Chris, I'm sorry. I don't, I, I will delay lo- no longer. Go. Well, let's delay that last thing to tell you of another delay because Ghostwire Tokyo has been delayed to early 2022 in order to quote, protect the health of those working on the game. The announcement was made via Twitter saying our new release window gives us some time to bring the world of Ghostwire to life as we've envisioned it. Japan has experienced a recent spike of COVID-19, which also could be contributing to the delay. In addition to the to avoiding the bad vibes of crunch culture, the game has recently set to release on PS5 and PC this year and is from the developer behind the Evil Within series. Tango Gameworks. I know a lot of people have been anticipated by this ever since Bethesda first revealed it. And yeah, just kind of sucks that, I mean, to me, it's very clear. Yeah. COVID's probably playing the biggest thing because I've read that like where Japan is pretty much having to shut down because they just don't have enough vaccines to give out and Delta's rolling through. So they got to do what they got to do. I'm going to play it though. Yeah, I've I've got a lot of faith in, in <laughs> John uh, and I are eating food and trying to follow fast to talk. No, I, I was drinking, <laughs> and I was in no hurry. Um, <laughs> I have a I have a lot of faith in Tango GameWorks. I'm I mean I'm a big fan of <clears throat> the Evil Within. Mm-hmm. I think it was a really fantastic game. But uh, do you, you sound very excited about it? <laughs> no, no, I, I can't wait. I can't wait for Ghostwire. Bueller, I um really really excited <laughs> to play this game off the charts bro uh, uh, i got a little too excited a minute important. ago 
Say what? I got a little excited a minute ago, and I was all like, the last story of the week, blah, blah, blah. And we weren't. Yeah. But now, John, there you go. Take a deep breath. You're you're the cleanup man today. You are the guy. Okay? This is your time to shine. Chris is going to he's got to do his thing first, and then it's on you. You got this. Well, two things. Two, <laughs> two things. Go ahead, Chris. By the this week. What was that? I don't know. So, so two things before I do this. Yeah. Um, history was made today on this Twitch channel, and I'm not even exaggerating. I just ate the greatest Chick Fil A chicken sandwich <laughs> I've ever put in my mouth. I mean, it, it was perfect all around the edges where it had that has that crispiness to yeah. it, where you're, yeah. you bite into the. And the pickle just, what is it they say? Set it off. It just, it sets it off. And it just, what do they say? Tame. It just hit different. It just hit yeah. different. Or or maybe it slapped. <laughs> Mine I, always, I always get like slapping. <laughs> 10 extra pickles for my Chick-fil-A sandwiches. Let me ask you this, though. One one thing that could destroy a meal is if their fries aren't, if they're like soggy. Were they the fries were well done tonight. So there was a good compliment going on. Good compliment. Nice. And, and secondly, and then I'll read the news. Um, GTA sucks. What the? F- but it was a Man, game that changer. guy. The GTA was a game changer. And speaking yeah. of game changers, according to a new ESA report, hold on. Let me move this over to where I could see it better. There you go. Yeah, you more people walk away. Thanks a lot, John. It's <laughs> about to happen. More people are playing games than ever before in the United States. This comes as no surprise. Uh, but it comes by way of the ESA's Essential Facts Report which is an annual survey of the video game habits, uh, playing habits of 4,000 Americans, meaning 4,000 was the sample. Uh, 2021 has nearly 227 million Americans playing video games, which is up from 214 million in 2020. If you are over the age of 18, and um, this uh, number surprised me, the number is around 182 million and also has been increasing year over year 55% of men play games uh to 45% women which has remained pretty consistent year over year 74% of parents have said they played games with their kids at least once per week which is up from 55% who uh who said the same last year <clears throat> quote what i like about this is it mirrors some of the recommendations that the ESRB makes to parents about understanding games and gameplay And one of those pieces of advice is to play games with your children, both to understand what they're playing, but also as a form of connection. Now, that is all well and good. But what's really what really struck me here. um, (laughs) Is one hundred and eighty two million of those two hundred and twenty seven million. Are adults. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. We're the greatest generation as far as video game players ever. Well, it's interesting. I mean, if you think about it, if I'm reading the tea leaves, maybe reading between the lines, um, why does it sound like to me that gaming in the next generation is kind of dying a little bit? I mean, you've got what? It looks like. What? Let me look at this for a second. I'm going to to 75% 75 of the people playing games are 35 years old. We're old. We're going to die. No one's going to play games anymore. No one's, I mean, 
I mean, if if I, you know, it's not, you know, Aiden played his share of, of games. He played, you know, Fortnite, Minecraft, all that stuff. Right. But if you ask me what he spent, he spends most of his time doing, and this is not a knock and other kids like him, they're doing Snapchat and TikTok. Sure. I mean, that's what's, that's what's zoning their attention. It's not games. Um, I just find that a little fascinating. It's like, what's, what's the story here? Well, I think the story was that a lot of people are playing video games more this year than last year, John. And I mean, that's oh, okay. Sorry. I mean, that's that's like the meathead version of it. You know, I totally would have missed that that to look at it like, yeah, I didn't. Our, our generation that didn't have the TikToks of the world, and we did have the nineteen eighty what was it five Nintendo, uh with Mario and duck hunt. And, and from then on we were hooked. Uh, we're still playing video games. I don't see, I don't know. In, in my mind, like the one thing that says, like when I see 182 million adults, the first thing I think is like, I think people just underestimate the various types of games out there besides console and PC, right. And switch that people are playing every single day of their life. Like, Talking about like, you know, I do it myself, like where I'm just sitting on my phone, I'm playing solitaire. That's gaming. You know, that is gaming What's right up? there uh, or <laughs> playing a game of risk on my phone. Right. I'll do that sometimes when I'm just, you know, trying to kill some time. Chris, and, do you mean to tell me that you're not a gamer? <laughs> uh, Get <off> <laughs> but uh, I think the other thing, like as far as kids, it doesn't shock me. But I also think that might just become the new trend because like, I feel like that was still somewhat similar in our youth. Like when you get to college, I feel like there's a number of people who drop off. I mean, John, I remember you were like this, right? At one point, like you dropped off during your college years. And then when we were living together, that was kind of when you kind of came back and had your return. I wouldn't be surprised if it's the same way. Like all of a sudden you wake up and you have these parents and you know, or these kids become parents 20 years down the line, whatever, all of a sudden they've got kids, their kids want to play the games. It gets them back to gaming. And also it becomes something that they can do to kill time because they can't go out and they're not going to spend their time making TikToks. Well, not all of them, some will, uh, and things like that, right. They're just going to kind of go into a more traditional life. Of, of nine to five and then just trying to relax oh, till 11. COVID's going to be around forever. Right. And <laughs> life has changed forever, bro. I'm never going outside again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, mean, I, I like that we ended news on this news piece. I think it's, it's, there probably is some data we could track and keep a, you know, dare I say like some analysis on some pivot tables getting ran for, you know, Chris would get all excited about it. We can reflect a few years down the road and see a trend and have bar graphs and stuff. But we're not just doing that. We're building us a database, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> database, database. But yeah, it, that's it. A lot of people are playing games, and it's gonna. It would suck if one day in the future, Schmeekly Schmange Chat has three hosts on it. We're dead, and they're like, "You remember back in 2021 when everybody played games and they all died? Thank God, there's no more games." We're dead. <laughs> Why did we die? Because the games died? Yeah, we just sat and we all got like heart problems and died because we didn't get up and go outside. That's probably fair. But we had max characters in World of Warcraft. <laughs> Does this mean we need to uh, wrap it up and go outside? Uh, never. Always leave it unwrapped and go inside. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, John... Should we wrap it up just to be safe? 
just to be safe. What the? Always okay. important. Right. What the? Herpes. Up, guys. There, no, actually, John, you came through. Sean did not come through one bit, but you were like, oh, yeah, emails, emails, emails. <laughs> oh, yeah. Front of mail. Front of you. All the way from the year 3000. So this is the part of the show we title it uh, emails, but we cover more than just e-wills, emails, but we start off there. Uh, if you would like to send us an electronic mail, shortened, we call them emails. You can do so weeklygameschat at gmail.com, just like uh, we'll read two this week. Uh, and if you boys want to take one, I don't mind taking the other. Uh, I want to read Harrison's. All right, I'll read Michael's. I want to give Harrison some love. Harrison writes in and says, hey, guys, my grandpa had heart surgery on Thursday. Everything hmm. went good. Thoughts good and news. prayers to the quick recovery of grandpa. Thoughts and prayers. I'm glad that you reported that everything is good. Good to go there, Harrison. Thanks for the email, my friend. And game on to your grandpa. He's got this. All right. Louis Mikhail. Mikhail. He left off the C in, in the bottom of the email. So, uh, you I don't have that. What are you reading? Michael Lawson. Okay. But, yes. Yeah. See it now? Yes. You yes. are dumb. So. <laughs> I am dumb as a brick and it's fine. <laughs> uh, hey, John, Sean, and Chris. I hope you guys had a good weekend. Did you guys top top notch weekend, man? All around good weekend. Uh, I watched Marvel's Black Widow at the theaters during the weekend. Overall, nice. I really enjoyed it, even though I'm not the biggest MCU fan and I don't care for the wokeness in current Hollywood. Ooh. Uh, despite what journalist critics may say, there really wasn't any woke stuff in it at all. Okay. Uh, there are references to the Me Too movement, but that is, and I think. It went well in the movie and not shoehorned in. All the actresses and actors in the movie was good. Some stole the scene. A lot of the action scene would make you think of Jason Bourne movies, which uh, has our great action movies. Reading this as it's written. Uh, now some... <laughs> Just do it, buddy. Now some hardcore Marvel comic fans will take issue with uh, some of the decisions they've made for some of the characters, but this is the MCU and people don't care about comic accuracy unless it's DC or non MCU Marvel movies. Laugh out loud. For me, the biggest flaws was that the few bad camera camera work and uneven fast paced edit, uh, editing. It just didn't give you time to think about or to take in all the wonderful emotional and dramatic scenes. Like I said, it was great overall, and I think most everyone will enjoy it. I will be uploading a more in-depth review on my podcast, and I'll link in the Discord. Did you guys see it, and what did you think of it? Thanks, Louis. Mihail. I did not see it. I, I did mention that in the opening. Chris and John did, and uh, don't spoil it, boys, because I still want to see it. But did you have overall good impressions of the movie? For the most part, I enjoyed it. Um, I really enjoyed the opening of it, and I wish the back half had been a little bit more 
closer to the tone of the opening, like I would say 15 to 45 minutes of it. I just like yeah. that. And, but it was still a fun time. I mean, it was a really good cast too. I think that's what holds it up. Like the was cast it better than Thor two. Yes. Very <laughs> much so. Um, and then the other thing I wish that it had came out when it was actually during the time period that it's set. Right. And therefore like this just felt more like a film where I was filling in the gaps of what happened to one character pretty much between the end of civil war and the start of infinity war, um, which is fine, but it would, it would have had higher stakes. I think, you know, if you were like watching this and you don't know what's about to happen next, right. Or where they're going at that point. So, but I enjoyed true. We also, uh, we also get some emails from time to time over on our discord. What about, yeah, yeah. yeah. What did John think about it? Oh, John was drinking on my screen and, I did not mean to barrel over his do a barrel roll to what he's about to say. Barrel roll spoilers and go, John. <laughs> I'm happy to let Chris's comments stand on their own. Oh, dang. Ouch. I mean, that's the look right there. See the look? That's the look I saw. And I was like, John ain't got nothing to say. He's going to let it go. I've seen I that look, look like in I person. To say. No, you were drink that drink where you go to the side and you got that thing. But you were looking the other way. I was like, John's good. He's, you know, I will say, now. I will say his comment about the wokeness prior to seeing the movie. That's what I was, you know, everybody was just, there was so much chatter about it being woke. And I'm like, I came home and I said to my wife, your wife, your wife. I don't understand what's so woke about the movie. I didn't see anything, particularly, you know, you know, the, the, I mean, the storyline of Black Widow is the storyline, pretty much her background, where she came from, how she was recruited into this thing, very much mirrors in essence, you know, what she what she went through. So I just I didn't see what everybody was in a hullabaloo. Not a a hullabaloo, Jonathan. 40 year old man term. But I do agree that one character. mm -mm, Yeah. But Mm. other than that, I mean, it was very it, it it was very reminiscent of Winter Soldier for me. It kind of had that grounded, yeah. you know, these aren't superhuman people kind of thing. I really got, I really had a good time with it. I really did. And it's, it's one I'll definitely watch again. Well, I as like I, the, char- uh, the character's a great character. That's, that's, I'm sorry, John. I thought you were done again. And- sorry, I, I didn't, I didn't mean to um, talk while you were interrupting. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a Richard and I love it. Uh, can I, are we good now? I really, I feel bad when I do that. I just want to you make shouldn't. sure you're good. I, Look, read the, I, I don't uh, stand out. I don't stand out. Sean, read the uh, Discord, and then we got a comment from the chat. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm all over it, Chris. I don't know if you know this. I do many things well, especially this show. <laughs> uh, Yuri, uh, Yuri. Uh, so uh, in Discord, we have an email section, and from time to time, we have things. Um, and if you missed it, Yuri put out uh, that Zack Snyder was turning his Star Wars pitch into a Netflix sci-fi epic. So uh, that was news that hit late or mid to last week. That's pretty cool. Saul for X had some pretty big news. Hey, y'all, I'm back after a few weeks. MIA with a newborn. Congrats. Uh, what should be the first gaming-inspired toy I get for my son? So, hey, that's, that's, uh, that's, he just gave us a hint. He, got, he had a baby boy. I was thinking maybe a Yoshi stuffed animal. Is he the right sidekick? Open all suggestions. I love that idea. 
Uh, a matter of fact, I'm going to stick with it. Um, go to Target and down the Nintendo aisle at your local Target, they should have a little area of stu- Nintendo stuffed animals. So will a GameStop. And yeah, I think a Nintendo Yoshi or Piranha Plant or something like that would be fantastic. And congratulations, man, on the newborn. You should get him a Master Chief plushie. Thank you. And move on. <laughs> Just uh, in the paint. Tara, today at this this morning, uh, Tara, just throwing in this happy email. A township tale comes out today at twelve p.m. Central for the quest. Honestly, the best MMORG, MMORPG I've played in VR. Guys, what in the heck is Township Tale, and why did I not know about it? I don't know. That's your uh, thing. Chris. Do you want to read the one? Uh, I don't know. Do you want to read the run from Cosmic and maybe uh, Tyrannotaurus? I cannot because uh, I cannot pull up. Uh, okay, no worries. <laughs> I'll just keep plugging because we know John can't find the emails. Cosmic Wright wrote in today, Hey, guys, I was going through my backlog of games, and I'm finishing up Ratchet & Clank 2016 for the first time, mm. and Judgment. Have any of you guys played Judgment yet? It's really fun. Also, for my backlog of games, which should I start first? Custom Robo or Persona 3? Uh, and I thank you for your time. If you read this, we read it. And when you say judgment, are we talking Gears of War judgment? Right. No, that's... it's it's a it's a it's a standalone title. But I I don't know much about it. I was wondering if it's a, if it's part of the Yakuza series in some way. I, I haven't know. seen it, and I thought all of them are on Games Pass, but maybe I'm wrong. Uh, oh, he really should play cool. uh, Persona Three. Persona I'm... Three first. Yeah. Yeah. What's really cool is I also cranked up the uh, Ratchet and Clank 2016 game. Um, my intent was to get ready for the new Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and that mm. didn't happen. But yeah, that game holds up. It's fantastic. Um, Tyrannotaurus writes in, Hey guys, not sure if you've spoken about this before, but wondering your thoughts, thoughts and prayers, on the current trend that games companies have where they have to tweet before a showcase what's not being shown just in case. Self-entitled man babies don't get what they want and start being abusive and start abusing devs. It bugs the crap out of me that we are now uh, placating these morons. Mm. And that's where Punkhead says, you see, John, placating means. And then they keep going on with, you see, morons are. uh, I see what they're doing there. Yeah. And but Walter finishes it off and says, hey, I resemble that remark. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so that's good times thoughts on that on that point that Tarantoris brings up not for me yeah stands alone oh so John's John's okay with the company's pre-tweeting that's what I call it a little pre-tweet I, like pre-tweet. <laughs> I don't I do not like pre-tweets <laughs> it's called marketing at, at all my friend <laughs> Uh, so what I'll do now is pivot on over to Twitter, and that is if you're on Twitter, well, at Twitter, we're at Weekly Games Chat. And I'm going to pause because I was just reminded I yeah. wanted to read something from Twitch TV. Yeah. Something in chat he's going to bring up. D or D White Dynamite says, uh, if there's time during the email segment, there's always time. Uh, I got a funny gaming story, guys. Uh, I've had a stream friend for like five years who I couldn't remember who he was, but his name uh, always stuck out to me. Lunch lady lover. <laughs> so then during the stream summer sale or steam summer sale, I was kind of drunk and saw that a new four player survival horror horror her game horror. was on sale called lunch lady. 
Needless to say, I immediately dropped three or four big ones and got him a copy. He responded by buying me a pricier game on my wish list for making him laugh so hard. Hopefully, we'll be trying it out together sometime soon. He's laughing. His uh, so a, you just say a, Le, you say Lameo. Just say Lameo. Lameo. What is that? It sounds like a Lemon Well Miranda song. Uh, there's a lunch box joke in there somewhere. In any case, shout out to Lunch Lady Lover. That's pretty Shout good. Shout out to Lunch Lady Lover and the song by Adam Sandler. Lunch, Lunch Lady, Lady Lad. Exactly. Uh, exactly. I love it. Rocket I love, Rose. I, I love uh, stories that, that are about games or things that happen because of video games. I always have, always will. John, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, Justice Platt over on Twitter. Again, we're at Weekly Game Shot on Twitter. Who's that? Mentioned. Uh, yeah, I don't know who this, this Justice Platt is, but... Uh, they think they found John's new favorite use for his Series S. And he, what he did was reply to a tweet by Xbox Games Pass uh, that said there is a custom Dead by Daylight sculpture made out of an Xbox Series S. Mm. Uh, if, you, if you followed uh, the Games Pass account and retweeted, you had a chance to win this art piece. Um, and it was a functioning Xbox Series S. I don't know if you saw it, John, but it looked sick. Uh, it was in celebration of Dead by Daylight's fifth anniversary for the record uh xbox games pass is a great twitter handle uh like account like they they are choice in what they do funny guys uh uh apparently nacho is ready for us to fill out uh and sign his copy of horizon zero dawn because he tweeted at weekly game chat give me that which i am owed you fiends that's you pretty may good. outrun me, but you'll never escape the IRS. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, I reminded everyone this week that uh, it was a happy Monday, and it was officially Skyward Sword Week. Who was excited? Where Nacho once again uh, had a he replied with a GIF of classic Ocarina of Time uh, Zelda. Or, I'm sorry, Link with sunglasses, and it says "Got mine pre-ordered." Boy. So this is Skyward Sword Week, boys and girls. Be excited about that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I did put a couple of tweets out there, like I told you guys about uh, the weekend. That's about it. Let's go. Let's go see if we got any new followers. I know we do. So we'll, we'll do that once again. Uh, we have a pinned tweet. We've mentioned Discord a few times. If you want to find us over on Discord, you can do so. Uh, the tweet is here, and you can get right into our chat. We got a couple new followers. I saw one of them pop into that aforementioned Discord, but we'll start here. Uh, Alex Crips twenty five. Thank you for the follow. Following you back at John Marcel two. Thank you for the follow. Following you back at Una six seven eight seven six. Thank you, Yuna, for the follow following you back. And finally, at Izzy Curse, thank you for the follow following you back. Uh, if you want to be a part of any of these, once again, we have an email, weeklygameschat at gmail.com. We have a Discord. The tweet is pinned over on Twitter, which is at Weekly Games Chat. Chris, you might want to start the music. I don't know. Uh, there we go. There it is. Uh, if if you're a fan of this show, this has been episode 316. Mario Golf. Make sure to find us at any of your podcast sources and places. Give us a review so friends can find us just like you did. Uh, you boys got anything else to add quickly? No. Not a bit. No, not a thing. Well, then I'll simply, like I always do, I wish you guys a game on. Game on, John. Game on, Chris. 
Game on, John. Game on, Sean. Game on, Chris and <laughs> Sean. I like I like the way you move, Outcast. What's up? Uh, and we're at the point now where we talk about taglines. And I say mine, and I simply say, peace out, everybody. Your mom's box. <laughs> Thug life. <laughs> <laughs>